Welcome in to your Wednesday edition of Insight. I'm Josh Margolis. Today is part three of my conversation with Craig Mueller, Haver Public Schools Superintendent. Earlier this month, Mueller provided official enrollment numbers from their count date back on October 4th, which showed 1,729 students in the district, slightly higher than last fall's count of 1,715. And Mueller explains what this means. With such a small increase in the total enrollment, it's not going to make a great impact on our enrollment. You know, your annual number belonging is a little bit different formula than it is when you just count pure numbers of students that are enrolled in the district. So you have to see a pretty drastic change in that to move away from the three-year averages, which is how we make that determination relative to budgeting. Our enrollment, we we knew was gonna, we were going to see a decrease. We've been talking about that for the last five years or so. Uh, We have been able to maintain a above 1,700 for that October count dating back four years now, which is positive. We'd like to see that uh, back around the 1,800 student population that we saw way back in 16, 17, but we're quite a ways from that right now. And in terms of people choosing remote learning, how many students are in that right now? Yeah, right now we have very few number of students that are working off-site and uh, those are at the middle school and the high school. And so we have a teacher who's spending part of uh, their day communicating with those remote learners. Has that number stayed pretty stable throughout the semester? Yeah, we opened that in the spring of last year and, and talked about communicating with us so that we could make sure that we had someone, you know, that would be scheduled as part of their work day to address the needs of off-site learners. And once that application period ended, then it was handled on a case-by-case basis. But again, we have a very few number of students, uh, that number actually less than 10, uh, that were servicing completely off-site. And in terms of ESSER, you know, COVID relief funds uh, for elementary and secondary schools, where are you guys at in the process? And sounds like some of that might go potentially if the board approves it towards um, improvements to kind of energy and throughout the buildings. Yeah, definitely. The, the infrastructure improvements that are a part of that, that is part of the plan, has been a part of the process from the outset of the of the realization that there was money coming to the district. And so that Amoresco report that we heard in a previous board meeting will be further discussed at the strategic planning meeting at the end of October, with a plan then being acted upon in the November meeting, uh, which will likely include some recommendations for areas of particular need uh, as we try to balance out how we can best manage that money over the course of the next two years. But we definitely want to get those projects approved so that we can get bids done and get moving in that direction so that work can be scheduled for early in the summer and maybe even a little bit into the fall of next year. And that does it for your Wednesday edition of Insight. For new media broadcasters, I'm Josh Margolis.